Oh, well, howdy. Congratulations. 20, 20, uno. One, yes, one, uno. I love it. Thank you. It is so good to be with you. Congratulations. You made it through 20, 20, and all of God's people said, or thank God, whatever, right? It is so good to be together today as we start this new year together. I tell you what, if someone had told me in January 5 of last year what the last 12 months would have entailed, I would not have believed them. But here we are, and by the grace of God, here we are. Had it not been for the Lord who was on our side. All the things that could have happened that did and all the things that did happen that shouldn't, that God was still in control. This morning, we're going to celebrate that our God who was is also the God who is and the God who will be. He is not simply the God who was on the throne. He is today the God who is on the throne. And the promise is that he will continue to be the God who is on the throne. Does that make anyone else just a little bit happy this morning? This is good news, church. And so here's what we're going to do today. As we start 2021, we're going to take just a little bit different this morning in our first Sunday together. If you leaf through the pages of Scripture, you will notice a constant theme at major moments of transition. Let me start with the most important one. Jesus Christ, before he began his public ministry, went out to a solitary place where he spent 40 days and 40 nights alone with his Father. It was the way to prepare before he stepped into God's purpose. And before Christ stepped onto the scene, this was already the theme of Christ followers. Let me just give you a few examples. Centuries before, when the temple was being dedicated, after years of preparation, the moment came that people gathered to celebrate the physical presence of God in their midst, and they began with praise and prayer. Before that, Moses, on the cusp of leading the Israelite nation for 40 years in the wilderness, began his time not with a vision board, not with a to-do list, but he was on the mountain with God for praise and prayer. The people of God who walk in the fullness of God understand that God holds everything in his hands and therefore they begin going back to God in praise and prayer. Friends, God, I believe, has big plans for his church in 2021. There are going to be opportunities and obstacles, but God has positioned us for a purpose. But hear me now. You saying, I've got a to-do list, I've got a vision, I've got plans, I've got all this stuff, will not get you through this year. The only thing that will is Jesus Christ himself. Colossians chapter 1 tells us that Jesus Christ at this very moment is speaking all of creation into existence. Don't believe me? Go back and read Colossians chapter 1. And there's this one little phrase that says by his word, by God's 
spoken word. You and I are being held together. The idea being that if Jesus Christ should stop speaking, you and I would cease to exist. We need Jesus, don't we? Some of you are not convinced. Let me say it again. We need Jesus. Amen? And so today, here's all we're going to do. You're not going to hear a long sermon by me. Probably. We're going to instead focus on four prayers for the new year. We're going to praise God and posture our hearts so that as we step into this next chapter, we do so remembering how we got through the last chapter, which will help us get through the next chapter. And that's Jesus. And so, in just a moment, we're going to hear the first of four prayers. It's a prayer for our world, and it is going to be led by one of our missionaries through the miracle of modern technology. You will look on the screen, and you and I will hear the words, the prayers, and we'll get to join together with brothers and sisters around the world praying for God's goodness and his mercy on our world. Our world needs Jesus. We'll then hear a, uh, a passage of scripture read by one of our missionaries, again, about the heart of God for God's people and for the world. Because we need to have a heart for the people of the world. And then we'll have a prayer for our city, then a prayer for our church, and finally, well, I'll tell you when we get to that point. Good morning, Clear Creek. It's an honor to be with you this morning. Please pray with me as we pray for uh, the world, the nations, and the global church. Pray with me. Father in heaven, Lord, we praise and worship and and give you all the glory and honor that is due your name lord we want to 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 glorify you we want your your glory to be known um, on earth as it is in heaven lord and for christ to be exalted lord we are so thankful and so grateful for your goodness and your mercy and your grace i know it has been a difficult year for many of us but lord we want to just be reminded right now of how good you are how you provide for us and you care for us, Lord. And for that, we are thankful. Lord, we ask you for healing today. We ask for physical healing for our world, that you would hasten the end uh, to this pandemic, that you would provide healing in the hospitals, in the homes, and in the hearts of those who have lost uh, loved ones, Lord. Uh, Comfort them. Lord, we ask for healing for the global church Lord, that you would heal any divisions that, have, that uh, are apparent, Lord, that have come up. Lord, that you would heal any selfish ambition or corruption or faithlessness or greed, Lord. And that, that we would be unified as one body under you in Christ, Lord. Um, and that uh, we would be able to witness to the world. As, as a united body. Lord, we pray for healing for the persecuted church. Lord, that they would no longer be subject to their oppressors and that by their witness they would overwhelm and, and win over their oppressors for you, Lord. And Lord, we pray for healing for the nations, for the unreached, Lord, that those who have never even heard your name would come to heal your name, that you would heal their hearts by the power of the gospel and that you would send laborers, um, equipped by the Spirit into the harvest to share the good news of the gospel. And Lord, we pray for healing for Clear Creek. Lord, that 2021 would be a year of healing, that uh, you would remove any divisions in the church, and that you would uh, provide fellowship like before, 
Lord, that you would um, um, uh, give wisdom to, to the leaders, to the elders, and to the ministers, Lord, and that um, um, as one body, uh, we would walk in faithfulness with you, Lord, in 2021 and beyond. Lord, we are so grateful to you. and most, most, We are most grateful for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins, Lord. And uh, we just uh, thank you for his sacrifice and his love and the love that you show us through him, Lord. And it's in his name that we pray for from him and through him and to him are all things. Amen. And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in the synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. And when he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. God tells us in Jeremiah 29.7 to seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you and to pray to the Lord for it. You know, we love our city and we want to bless it in 2021. And because of your generosity, over the Christmas season, our church gave gifts to 255 nurses in Memorial North Park Hospital in Hickson. All of these nurses came in contact with COVID patients. The leader said, we feel so thankful and blessed because we often feel overlooked. And because of your generosity, we gave gifts to over 450 school teachers, workers, and administrators, primarily at the Hickson Elementary, Middle, and High Schools, and at the Big Big Ridge Elementary and Middle Valley Elementary. And we honored our longtime friend, partner, and retiring manager of Food City, David Leatherwood. We want to be a church that's known by what we are for, and we are for our city. Please turn to the screens as Don Haynes prays for our community, and after that, Lukeson will pray for our church. Will you please pray with me? Father in heaven, we come before you thanking you for the many material and spiritual blessings you've given us. Thank you for carrying us through the year of 2020 and the many events of that year. We ask now that your hand and your blessings be on our community and on our city, Father. As you know, we are experiencing a health pandemic and associated economic hardships, in addition to violent conflict within our population. We know that these events can have an adverse effect on us as individuals, our families, and on our community in general, Father. We pray that you heal us the effects of these events. Father, touch our hearts and let us be mindful that at all times and in all things, you are with us. Father, I pray that your blessings be on the leaders of our government, our civic leaders. It's my prayer, Lord, that they be led by you as they take actions and make decisions. I pray that you grant them strength and courage to take the right actions and the right decisions that while our Pleasing to you may not be pleasing to all citizens. It's my sincere prayer, Lord, that more in this community, more in our city will come to know you because of my actions and because of the actions of everyone hearing this prayer. I pray we will cultivate relationships that will allow us to talk to others about Jesus. I pray that we will 
be filled with the initiative and the desire to tell people the story of Jesus and bring them into the earthly family so they can live with you in eternity in heaven. It's in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. It's okay to say it. These are hard times. And hard times can divide even close communities. Even us. Exactly when we need each other the most. But this is our prayer. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude toward each other that Christ had. Let's glorify God with one mind and with one voice. Let's accept each other just as Christ accepts us to bring praise to our God. That's what the church does in the same room or all over town. We endure in Christ together. We praise our God together. Find someone. Find a way. Let's be the church this week. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today asking you to provide us with the courage we desperately need to continue using our lives in your service. Please open our hearts and minds to seek and seize service opportunity that will bring others in relationship with you. Our world is divided and broken due to our sins, but we know that you desire unity for us. Therefore, I pray that you guide us towards unity and love. Please, God, help us to be agent of peace and hope for our family and friends, our community, and the world around us. Father, we thank you for all our blessing, and we ask that you soften our hearts to be generous with our time and money. I ask all these things in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Amen. We're going to sing a new song this morning. If you don't know it, sing out. you can sing out once you feel comfortable with it, but it's a mashup of four different songs that if you listen to Christian music on the radio, you've probably heard these here and there and everywhere. <laughs> so use this as a time to sing with us. Use this as a time to soak up the words and the truths of the song as we sing. We're going to start with the bass. Well, it is well, it is well, it is well with me. It is well, it is well, it is well with me. Kingdoms come, it is well. Kingdoms fade, it but is well. It is well with me. Ages pass, it is well. Seasons change, but all is well. It is well. 
with me. Kingdoms come and just where kingdoms fade,
Amen. Amen. Show of hands. For how many of us was that the first time you've heard that song? Anyone else in here? Well, I tell you what, this is the first time I've heard it in a crowd like this, and that is just what a declaration it is. Again, I don't know what this year's going to hold. Anyone else have that crystal ball? You know what's going to happen this year, folks? I'll tell you one thing I do know. It is well because he is still in charge. And this next year, I believe, because of what Christ has done and is doing, it will be a good year. Not because everything will go my way, but because you and I, if we are in him, we know the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus Christ. So here we are, fourth prayer, fourth fourth focus of the year. We've prayed for our world because after all, our world is in desperate need of prayer and help. Amen? Some of us are saying, I've watched the news, I've seen what's going on, and it's just a lot. So we prayed for our world that God's power and his presence would just flood the world. The ancient prophet Habakkuk says that there will come a day where the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as water covers the sea. I I long for that day, family. We prayed then for our city because although the world is where we all live. This city of Chattanooga is the specific place God has placed you and I. And so we read that passage from Jeremiah in which the Lord, through the prophet, says, you seek the good, the prosperity, the benefit of your city. You pray for your city. And we pray for our city because we want this area, this one little spot, this, this place called Chattanooga, to be a bright light in a dark, dark world so that whenever someone comes to our city, they get a chance to meet Jesus, the light of the world. We beg God for that. So we pray for our city. We pray for our church because after all, this church is the place where that light is supposed to reside brightest and most brilliant and all the churches in our city, we pray for them as well that they would be outposts of the kingdom of God. But then, but then, here's the fourth question and fourth prayer. Before it is a church thing, a city thing or a world thing, it is a you and me thing. But here's the problem. A lot of us are carrying some stuff this morning. Quick show of hands. How many of you today, um, or how many of you uh, had a chance to maybe go out of town and see family, or you couldn't go out of town, but you were able to watch them on, you know, maybe a video chat or hear their voice over the phone? How many of you had some connecting point with family over the past week or so? Anyone in here? Oh, yeah, yeah, so many of us. And Christmas Day, our family had Christmas at home and then we grabbed our bags, put them in the van and we drove north to Nashville. I was able to see my family. Had a great time. Uh, we, we needed earplugs because I come from a very loud and boisterous family. Some of you are going, Josh, you're the preacher. You're loud. We know you must come from a loud family. Yep. And so they were loud. They were fun. But we left there and we went north after that up to Lindsay's family in Bloomington, Indiana for a few days and just had a great, great time. And then on Friday morning, New Year's Day, we're ready to come back to Chattanooga. And we did like what so many of you did. We started to pack up and get ready to go. But I don't know where you were. We were in Indiana, and the night before, it had rained. Freezing rain, that is. 
And so the next morning we get up and I'm getting ready to go. I start looking at the news. I go, oh boy, this is going to be fun. We'll just slip slide our way back to Chattanooga. And when we thought that maybe the road conditions were improving enough, I said, okay, let's go ahead. So I begin to get the bags and the luggage and carry it out to the van. Now, I'm just going to let you in on a little secret. I I sometimes um, overestimate my manliness and it ends up hurting me. Anyone else ever overestimate your abilities or your manliness and you're like, oh yeah, I can do... So I think, first off, I'm just going to carry all the bags down and out at once. After all, that's what a manly man does, right? Never mind, your wife's saying, you'll throw out your back. It doesn't matter, I'm going to do it. So I leave... I go outside and I've got more bags than I can carry. One in this hand, one in this hand, one over the shoulder. And I see a couple steps right there and then the van is 15 feet away, not far at all. The only problem was standing between myself and the van was about a half an inch of ice. And I didn't see it. I took that first step. I just have a question. Have you ever had that moment where you, you, you take a step And all of a sudden, the world is all upside down, and you're floating through the air, and you don't know what has just happened. (laughs) And there's that moment as I see my feet over my head that I go, I really need to reconsider my life choices. And I land, I hit the steps, I go down the steps, I go skidding across this ice, and I hit our van. Now, to make it worse, my father-in-law is standing behind me. But he's not just any father-in-law. My father-in-law is a man's, man's, man's man. He was a Top Gun pilot in the Navy. He taught Top Gun at Miramar. You know, that's him. And not only that, he then was a vice admiral of the Navy. This is a man's man. Papa, if you're on... Yeah. Anyway, so we're there, and he sees me drop, fly, and his comment is basically, that must have hurt. (laughs) Now, to make it worse, here's the reality. It would not have been so bad if I had not been carrying some stuff, because then I could have cushioned my fall. I could have caught myself. I have a question this morning. How many of you are carrying some things and you're so overloaded with what you're carrying, you know if you take that one step, that one wrong move, you're going to fall and it's going to hurt bad. The reality is, is 2020 may be over, but a lot of us are carrying the baggage from last year into this year. Nothing's changed except for the date on the calendar. And so before we go into this season, here's what I'm going to ask each of us is simply this. What baggage are you carrying that you don't need to be carrying anymore? We're going to pray in just a moment for our own hearts that we would be able to have open hands to God. But church, we can't have open hands to receive what God wants to give until we let go of what already fills our hands. And so here's what I'm going to ask us to do here. We're going to pray, and I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. I'm going to ask you to go ahead, if you will, just take your hands and make a couple of fists. Would you go ahead and do this? Put it in front of you like so. At home, join us as well. Go ahead, just put your hands out like this. And I just want to ask you to consider, what are you carrying in your hands right now? 
What are you bringing from 2020 into this year with you that is weighing you down, that is keeping your hands so occupied that they are not open to what God wants to give you? For some of us, what is in our hands is resentment because the last year did not go the way we expected. What's in our hands for some is fear because the future is uncertain. Maybe it's fear of health. Maybe it's fear of finances. Maybe like a gentleman I visited with this morning is not a member of our church, but the woman he loves has cancer. And I said, well, what's the prognosis? And he said, Josh, it's days. I said, okay. Or maybe this morning what you're holding in your hands is not fear of health. Maybe it's the political scene. Maybe it's the uncertainty of the economy. Maybe it's who knows. But what are you holding in your hands this morning? Here's what I know. It is impossible to hold something new so long as we're holding something old. And so I'm going to ask you to just for a moment consider what what is in your hand. Go ahead, if you will. Maybe you want to just close your eye and I just want you to take a moment. I'm going to ask you just to Think about what's in your hand this morning. Maybe it's a child that you desperately want to see come to faith, but you are at your wit's end. This morning, maybe it's a spouse that you're doing all you can, but it takes two to have a marriage. Maybe this morning, what is it? I'm going to invite you to just sort of open your hands as simply a symbol to God and then, then in your own words, in your own heart, in your own mind, would you simply say, God, I can't carry this anymore. If I keep carrying it, I'm going to fall. And so I give it to you. Psalm 55 tells us to give our burdens to God. So go ahead and just express to him what is it that's in your hands today. And now I'm going to invite you to... to To ask God to now fill your hands with something. Maybe you simply say, God, fill me with your courage to step into the new year. Maybe you say, Father, give me courage to fight for my marriage. Maybe you say, Father, I need need help with knowing what to do in this situation or that situation. Lord, I need a job. I need help here. Would you fill my hands? Open your hands to him and say, God, would you fill my hands with what you and only you can give? And, and maybe you're not even asking for any of those things. Maybe like me, your, your big thing, what you're begging God to fill your hands with is not something, but you say, I just need your hand holding mine. Because as we go into 2021, the thing that will be the difference between falling hard or not is how open your hands are to God's hands. So I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and let's just ask the Lord for this. Father, we, this morning, as we come to the conclusion of this moment, but the beginning of a new year, we open our hands and we release to you those things that are on our heart, that are on our mind. We release the fears and the worries. And I confess, Lord, I do this daily, and yet it seems that through the course of any given day, I, I reach for those same worries, those fears, those frustrations. And Lord, again, we just lay them at your feet. We cast our cares on you. And now with hands that are open, we simply give to you those things and ask you to give to us what is best and good and right. Give us open hearts 
that match our open hands in 2021 to receive what you'd have us do. Give us vision for the future that is your calling, not ours. Give us wisdom that is yours, not ours. Give us peace that is yours, not ours. Father, give us open hands to let go of what we need to let go of and receive what you want to give us so that this time next year, we may be able to celebrate what you and only you have done. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.